0: I'm a man. I'm a Hare I'm Hare man. i I'm so excited, I'm It's not a Rama it's Rama a lady, it's Krishna a lady, it's Rama a Rama. Aaye aaye, Hare Rama Hare Rama to Rama Hare 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 that. Hare am Hare Rama Hare be I'm taking a hug, I'm I'm taking a hug, i I am Radha the very poor. I am Jai the very poor. I am under the very poor. Murder, hurry, boy, hurry, boy, hurry, boy, hurry, I didn't go. I didn't go. I didn't go. I didn't go. I'm going to go Jai am Jai I ho <Begr> not ho hari ho hari ho hari ho I'm not a aao re 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 Hari Hari Bina Hari Bina Hari 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 Arey 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 Hare am Hare going to be able Hare Hare that. I'm Rama going Hare 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 Ram 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 guna hai 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 Arey 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 Hare Hare Ram Ram, Hare Hare Ram Ram, Hare Ram hare rama 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 Hare Rama, Hare Rama, go to Hare i Hare going Hare go I'm not ready Hare Hare to bed, I'm not I'm 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 Hari Hari Om Hari Om Hari Om Hari Om Hari Om Hari Om Hari Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama am Hare Hare man, Hare am not a Hare 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 not Hare man, I am Hare 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 ram hare ram hare 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 ram 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 Hail Mambo, 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 Pergunta, 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 Double fire, double fire Double Welcome, everyone, tonight. Tonight, um, today is a very special day. This is the uh, 39th anniversary of the passing away of our guru. And that seems kind of shocking. 39 years, my God. People come in here every day for the restaurant and for Darshan, and they're looking at Srila Prabhupada sitting there, and then they'll say, Wow, he's a real yogi. I've been watching him for five minutes, and he hasn't even moved. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, many people still think he's alive, and of course with his books and the movement around the world, um, one would think that he's still alive, and he is alive. Um, he's alive in his books, and he's alive in the devotees. So uh, tonight we also have a special guest. Very good friend and senior disciple of Srila Prabhupada, Narantara Prabhu. And he's from Los Angeles. He's a world traveler. He's a musician, as you can see, Um, songwriter, and um, international traveler. So he's uh, kindly come here. He usually comes here in the fall. He came for our Diwali Festival. And he's here for a few days. He's going to be speaking tonight um, on the legacy of Srila Prabhupada. enliven
1: all of us, so thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. So, to start out, I'm going to sing a song I wrote about Srila Prabhupada, and then I'm going to tell you how Srila Prabhupada made this happen today. So, This is called, Who'll Stop the Pain? As long as I remember The truth's been hard to find Clouds of darkness pouring And I wonder, yes, I wonder who will stop the pain. But then I heard the Prabhupada found some shelter from the storm. He gave me faith in Krishna and his transcendental. Now I hear the Gita's message. Now I know what's right. No small wonder. I don't wonder who'll stop the pain. I hear the people crying. It makes me feel so sad. There is no denying their future's looking bad. I've got to keep on preaching, falling on deaf ears. And I wonder, still I wonder, who'll stop the pain. And I wonder, Yes, I wonder I've only sung that song live maybe two or three times because it has to be in the right setting. So today was the best. So here is what we call our founder, Acharya. Srila Prabhupada in 1922 met his spiritual master and the very first meeting He wasn't a disciple. His friend practically dragged him to hear from Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati. And right upon entering, and Srila Prabhupada offered his respects as is custom for a saintly person, he's hardly getting up and Srila Bhakti Siddhanta is telling him, you should preach in the West. You should preach in English. That was in 1922. In around 1936, was it? He got initiated. Well, 33 initiated. Nick, it's, okay, 19... 30, 35, 36 he got the final conference. Yes. So, Srila Prabhupada finally got initiated after, yes, 11 years, 1933. And the instruction again was repeated. And just before Srila Bhakti Siddhanta passed away in 1936, Prabhupada just before that wrote a letter. And he was telling his guru, I'm not able to help you. I'm not actually part of your mission. I'm a householder. Please, how can I serve you? And again, the same instruction he wrote in a letter just before his passing away. You should preach in English. It will be good for you and for those who hear. So, Srila Prabhupada, our Guru, took that instruction deep into his heart. And he was reading a commentary on the Bhagavad Gita. And the commentary said that the order, the specific order given by the spiritual master should be taken as one's heart and soul. So when he read that commentary, again he decided, yes, my spiritual master has ordered me to preach in English. I must do that. So Prabhupada, tried to start something in India. It was called the League of Devotees. And it had some minor success, but it didn't last. Years are passing. Srila Prabhupada has taken renounced order of life, leaving his family. And he's living in Vrindavan. But even though he's in Vrindavan, and he's respected amongst the Rajabasis as a saintly person. They can see he's the real deal. Still, that instruction that he received in 1922 and he received periodically, it's still there in his heart, how to preach in English. So he decided to come to America. He said, usually when they think of going to the West, they think of London. But Prabhupada decided, no, America. And he decided it would be New York. That's originally where I'm from. You might be able to tell from my accent. (laughs) We have a certain way of talking. So, he was simply planning how to come to America. And so he finally convinced one uh, Sumati Muraji. She was a Gujarati lady. She was the owner of a steamship line. And he had to convince her because she said, you're an old man. You're going to die. It'll be on my head. Prabhupada said, "No, no, I'm not going to die. What are you worried about? Krishna will protect me. So she was hesitant, but anyone who knew Prabhupada, he was determined. So finally in 1965, he got on board the Jaladuta. And on the way, he experienced two heart attacks. And after the second heart attack, He had a dream and in that dream Krishna was in a boat with many different incarnations and Krishna was telling him, don't worry, come, you will be protected. So, in September of 1965, the boat takes a temporary stop in Boston, Massachusetts and Prabhupada writes a very wonderful poem. Every year I do a lecture on that poem because it is the essence of what is preaching Krishna consciousness. I I lecture on that because it gives me inspiration for the whole year. And then the boat finally docks in New York City. And Prabhupada doesn't have any money. He has, what, 40 rupees? Well, 20 bucks. He bought, Captain Pandya bought the first one. Okay. (laughs) So he had... And 40 rupees that he couldn't use in America. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he's just depending on Krishna. And for almost one year, he's trying to establish something. Finally, in July, Of 1966 the International Society for Krishna Consciousness is incorporated. And somebody suggested you should call it International Society for God Consciousness. That would be more appealing to the American Prabhupada said, no. How would Prabhupada say? He can do Prabhupada's voice. Come on. Just one time. Not on demand. (laughs) Oh, you have to be inspired? (laughs) Like you. Okay. So Prabhupada said, No, it must be Krishna consciousness. Because if I say God, then they'll bring this God, that God. No. This word Krishna, everybody say. Krishna. Is scientific. So he insisted, it must be the International Society for Krishna consciousness. So, the first disciples, the first temple was there on 26 Second Avenue. And who was his first disciples? The hippies. That was the phenomenon back then, the hippies. I was a hippie. And these hippies, they were attracted to Prabhupada's singing. And Kirtan, he was sitting under a tree in a particular park, Tompkins Square Park. And he had a little drum and he would play the drum and simply chant, Hare Krishna! Hare Krishna! Krishna Krishna! Hare Hare! Come on! Hare Rama! Rama, 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 Hare Hare. That's the original melody. And little by little people were being attracted to his singing. And they would come, the first temple was a little storefront. And a couple of times a week they would have kirtan and a Bhagavad Gita class. So musicians and all kinds of people would attend the kirtan. It would go on for 45 minutes. And then after the kirtan, Prabhupada would have a class on the Bhagavad Gita and most people would walk out. But Prabhupada was determined. And a few, they took it very, very seriously because his message, the message of Krishna, was able to penetrate their hearts because the message of Krishna is not sectarian. Just like the sun is not sectarian, the sun is for everyone. The message of Krishna is not just for Hindus, it's for Christians, Muslims, Jews, atheists. Everyone is eligible to receive the message of Krishna. Only one thing, here with an open heart and mind. And if the message is pure, in other words, if the speaker of Bhagavad Gita is presenting Bhagavad Gita as Krishna himself explains it, not trying to interpret it, but just delivering the message. Just like if you go to a doctor and the doctor will prescribe some prescription for your disease. You go to the pharmacy. You don't want the pharmacist changing the prescription. The pharmacist's duty is to give you the prescription the doctor wrote. So similarly, the speaker of Bhagavad Gita has to present the same medicine that Krishna was giving Arjuna on the battlefield of Kurukshetra. So Prabhupada's Bhagavad Gita, he specifically entitled it Bhagavad Gita as it is. No interpretation. What is Krishna actually speaking to Arjuna? So, Prabhupada's presentation was what we call Parampara. And because Prabhupada was a real devotee, a someone who he's not just a scholar, somebody who actually lives the teachings of Bhagavad Gita, that sound vibration is very powerful. So a few of the early people they decided they wanted to become disciples. And Prabhupada instructed to wear the dhoti, the tilak, the shika, And Prabhupada gave us this japa mala, 108 beads. And on each bead we chant, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna Krishna, 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 Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare, Rama, hare Rama, 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 Hare Hare. Now, my god brother here was saying that in the beginning, Prabhupada said, yes, you must chant this Hare Krishna 64 rounds, 64 times 108. They said, can't do it. Then he, they said, okay, 32. Prabhupada would take us all day. So then it was fixed. Sixteen and not one Hari Rama less. <laughs> so the movement started simply by chat. Oh. And what was the big thing? Prashad. Krishna Prashad. That's why I joined. I'll be very honest with you. It was the prasad. And in the beginning, nobody knew anything. Prabhupada himself was doing the cooking. And that, I didn't, I I never got it. Did you ever get Prabhupada's? Uh, I may
0: have got a piece.
1: They tell me that that prasad is out of this world. Just like the prasad in this temple. I go to many temples. Trust me, this Prashad here, out of this world. Let's give a big applause <laughs> to this temple. So after establishing the first Iskan temple in New York, Prabhupada started to send his serious disciples to also go and open temples following his instructions. So over the years, from 1966 to 1977, Prabhupada was establishing temples. Prabhupada with the help of his western white elephants. Because when the devotees, the westerners went to India and they saw these American and European dancing, they, people thought, oh, these are white elephants. <laughs> they had never seen something like this. So during the years of 66 to 77, Prabhupada and his disciples established 108 temples. But now, how many temples do we have? Over 600. And why does this temple exist? This temple exists because we asked Prabhupada. We realized what did Prabhupada do for us. He saved us from suffering repeated birth and death. Prabhupada gave us so many transcendental gifts. So we would ask Prabhupada, how can we possibly repay you for what you have done for us? Because Prabhupada didn't want anything. What did Prabhupada want? He simply wanted to give Krishna to everyone indiscriminately. Following in the footsteps of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda Prabhu 500 years ago. Because there was a prediction that somehow or other the holy name of Krishna would be spread all over the world. And we see Srila Prabhupada fulfilled that prediction which was made hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Now you go, and anywhere you go, there is some chanting of Hare Krishna. I've heard recently there is now quite a contingency of Chinese devotees chanting Hare Krishna. Mm. And you go to Mayapur, right? How many Russians go to Mayapur every year? Filled with Russia. Filled, hundreds. So, this, this is why it's called International Society. Because it doesn't matter where you're from, you can participate in this movement. Let's reflect the gifts Śrīla Prabhupāda has given us. He gave us, he taught us how to cook nice food for Krishna, Krishna and offer it Krishna Prasad. He gave us the transcendental literatures. He translated and explained Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavata, Nectar of Devotion, Chaitanya Charita and so many other books. Why? Because Prabhupada doesn't want there to be blind following one should have a scientific understanding of what is this Krishna consciousness. So every day we have classes on the science of Krishna and we study these books for our own personal benefit and also how to instruct and inform others. We are like spiritual doctors. That's why we have our uniform. If you see a doctor, he wears a uniform, or a nurse has a uniform, or a policeman. When the policeman's wearing a uniform, you can detect. So this is our uniform. And we are spiritual doctors. We are meant to administer spiritual knowledge on demand. So Prabhupada gave us his transcendental books. Prabhupada gave us worship of the deities so that we can tangibly understand the transcendental form of God. Prabhupada instructed us to go out and sing the names of God in public. It's called Kirtan, Sankirtan. And he also instructed us The books are meant for distributing, we read them, then after reading them, we are meant to give them out. Prabhupāda gave us temples. So, on the order of Śrīla Prabhupāda, this establishment is here. And this establishment needs your support. Very desperately needs your support, as we say, money doesn't grow on trees, and if it was, I want to see that tree. <laughs> so it needs your support, because the the money you give here is meant to spread the message of Krishna. It's not meant for anyone's sense gratification. The money is used to expand. I will ask our leader. If somebody gave you a million dollars, what would you do with that? we go to
0: Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> no, you wouldn't. No, I'm just joking.
1: Um, we would have more temples, more schools, more libraries, more farms here. And more restaurants. <laughs> I have a dream, right? You all know. There's a Starbucks on every... You have a Starbucks here, right? Every corner, right? I would like to see just next to Starbucks, (laughs) Govindas. So money given to this institution is used simply to spread Krishna consciousness. Prabhupada once said, I will approach someone and I will say, give me a million dollars. And I will take that million dollars and I'll spend it on festivals, temples, books. I'll spend it to spread the message of Krishna. And the next day I will go back to that man. Can you give another million? (laughs) Because the money is not being used for personal sense gratification. It's being used to spread and increase. And when Krishna consciousness is spread and increased. What happens? People become happy. People become peaceful. Are you not peaceful right now? Are you not happy right now? And this is meant to increase and increase. Prabhupada left us November 14th, 1977 and I saw grown men cry like babies. Because one thing Prabhupāda did was He endeared Himself to you. Because we saw He really cared about me. He wasn't in it for name and fame and prestige. Prabhupāda cared about each one of his disciples. Actually, Prabhupada cared about every living entity. Why? Because he had the highest principle of religion, love of God. That is what this movement is all about. As I said earlier, I was a hippie. So what was my mantra? Before meeting Prabhupada, I had a mantra. I'll sing it. All you need is love. All you need is love. All you need is love. Love, love Love is all you need. That's as much as you're gonna get. (laughs) So, the problem was, I wasn't finding love in the material world. But when I came in touch with Chula Prabhupada, his devotees, his books, and as I said all the time, with Prashad, then I could understand here is the real love. It's called love of God. So, the whole goal of this movement is to develop for myself love of God and then distribute that love everywhere I go. So on today, we remember all the things Prabhupada did for us and is continuing to do for us. And again, the way to show some gratitude, the way to show some appreciation is to... Follow in his footsteps as he did. Give Krishna consciousness. So, every one of you, you all have some understanding of Krishna consciousness. So, give it. Give it to whoever you see. Let me tell you do I have any more time? Or do you want me to stop? Three minutes. Three minutes. Mm -hmm. You can give Krishna consciousness in any situation. You can just say to somebody, Hare Krishna. That's giving Krishna consciousness. Or let me tell you a story about my wife. So she was working regular job like you all have regular jobs. And what she would do, she would cook something, offer it to Krishna and then bring it to the office. And all day long, all the big fat lawyers would come and what's that? Mmm, tastes good. So she didn't tell him anything. It was, of course, Prashad. Then one day, her boss called her in. Valerie, come into my office. So my wife was, what, what? He said, close the door. So she thought, "Uh uh-oh, I'm gonna get fired. So her boss said to her, I found out something about you. You're a Hari Krishna. And my wife said, Yeah, I'm a Hari Krishna. She said, He said, I hate Hari Krishnas, but I like you. <laughs> now I can't hate Hari Krishnas anymore because I like you. You're so nice. So just by being a nice devotee, you can affect someone. If you can Um, we have books that people can distribute, right? You can give, Prabhupada even said, the best way to give Krishna consciousness is to give someone a book. So if you, and we learn from Bhagavad Gita, it's right there towards the end. Krishna says, there's no servant more dear to me than that person. There's no person more dear than that person who tries to give Krishna consciousness to others. So, somehow or other, in some fashion, try to give love of God to everyone you meet. You'll be benefited and the other person will be benefited. Thank you very much. I hope to see you, I hope I live to see you next year. Hare Krishna. Krishna. Yes, that's the better song. (laughs) Jai.